the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another worldwide audience listening to the Rescuers radio show. Uh, the radio show can be heard every Thursday at 530 on Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com. And please go to the rescuersradioshow.org website where you can hear all of the shows on podcast. Uh, we're going to be on 180 here in just a little bit. And um, as, as this uh, is a listener-supported uh, show as well, if you're interested in that, you can, uh, you'll find out information about that on the, the website. Really, really excited about this guest. Uh, I've known her for a time, and uh, our first time to... To really dive into who she really is. <laughs> bon- Bonnie Mock, steward and owner of Crowning LLC. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. <laughs> so nice to be here, Art. Thank if you. If you could come a little bit closer Ooh. to the microphone. There you All go. Right, there there we you are. go. Everybody wants to hear oh, Bonnie. don't want to miss it. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before we get into some of your uh, backstory that, that I have prepared... Mm-hmm. Uh, I want our audience all over the world to uh, to find out a little bit about you. Uh, what where where did you birth? Where did you come from? And how did you get to this point in your life? Just take whatever time you need. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm originally from the Bay Area. Go Giants. Have to throw that in there. My San Francisco Giants. Love baseball. I'm from the Bay Area. I went to Bible college up there, but then moved to Arizona when I had gotten married and we became um, ministers. And so my husband was a pastor. And we did that for about 15 years full time. And then things changed in life. And um, I have four children. They're all married. I have 12 grandchildren, two great-granddaughters, and so I feel very blessed. And I've worked both in ministry in a church and then in the secular world where ministry is really awesome to watch <laughs> God work in that in that arena. And, um, and then eventually I went to um, Atlanta and worked with the Blackaby Ministry to get my certification for leadership coaching, was certified in 2017. And that was in the spring, and by fall of 2017, the crowning was developed and established. And so I'm a leadership coach, and I love it. Well, I'd I'd like to dig down into those for more explanation, but uh, a lot of people may not know who Blackaby is. Mm. Uh, Henry and his son. Yes. So Dr. Henry Blackaby, I began listening to him in 1999, when I had gone into the secular world, and I heard, I got one of those little tapes, <laughs> and it it was um, 
God in the marketplace. And see, I didn't know that ministry was outside of the walls of the church. I just didn't because my whole life was around ministry, family. Everybody was in ministry, and you grow up, you go to Bible college, you go into the ministry. And I listened to him talk about how our workplace is our mission field. And I just cried and cried, and I went, there's one person in this whole world that knows that this is true. It's this man, Henry Black. (laughs) (laughs) And he wrote – Experiencing God, that 12-week program that yep. has gone throughout the world. Yep. But by the time I um, – but because I, I ended up being a florist for many years and I couldn't take time off. But I, in the spring of 2015, I got to take some time off in between um, Easter and Mother's Day and I flew to Atlanta and did the workshop. And his son, Richard Blackaby, is the president of that now. And so he and uh, a couple others were my mentors and teachers, and I went through about a week of that, joined it. It took about two years to get certified because mm-hmm. I was working. You could do it in shorter time, but I was working full time. I had four children. I was really, really busy. Yeah. Um, but then I got certified, and what's interesting is when you go through that certification, you are actually coaching people before you get certified. And some of my greater experiences were at the very beginning when I was just totally new to this. Because you know why, Art? Because it's the Holy Spirit that's actually (laughs) working through those coaching sessions. So, you know, me not having a certification at that point was irrelevant because God's working all the time and he's highly certified. (laughs) (laughs) You think? Does he have a badge and everything? <laughs> yeah, like all of heaven. <laughs> so so it was very exciting. And I've watched him work through those sessions. And and the more I do it, the more I love it. Um, it's just, it's a beautiful way of watching how the Holy Spirit transforms lives through his wisdom that we have within us because of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So uh, tell us about crowning. Oh, how the name came? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This will be interesting. <laughs> um, I'm serious. You'll see why. So when I was— You don't need to worry about a timer or anything. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you know. No, but I mean, this story, you no one would guess where the crowning <laughs> came from unless I tell this story. Okay. But during my time when I was a florist for 18 years— the Lord would bring me to Isaiah 66, 9. So you were a real flower, flower I child? I was. Well, <laughs> yes, in, in both terms, 70s and um, flower power. We used to draw that on our notebooks, but that's a sidetrack. So <laughs> so um, all this time, I kept getting to the scripture in Isaiah. Do I bring to the point of birth and not deliver? Do I bring to the point of labor and not give birth? And, and, and I somehow... Not somehow, because obviously the Lord works in his ways. That translated in my spirit as one day I would start a business. But I'm like, what would I start a business doing? I don't want to be a florist because you don't have you don't have holidays. You don't have weekends. Yeah. It's it's very demanding. Well, when all of this started to happen, to getting closer to it, I got my certification. I remember washing dishes with my daughter <laughs> and I said, I wonder why. It is that that scripture always came to me, and now I'm about to begin a business, and I don't know what to call it. And I went back to that scripture, and she goes, Mom, she has two, she's had two babies, and I got to watch <laughs> her have two babies. She goes, Mom, that point you're talking about in that scripture is, is the crowning part of the process of delivering a child. Now, I have four children. Wow. Wouldn't have I thought of that? So... <laughs> 
that's how the crowning came to be. The second she said that, I went, this is going to be called the crowning. Wow. And, and people don't really know that story. In fact, you know, I have crown, little crown paper clips that I put with my business card and things like that because you would think of a crown. Yeah. But that's not where it came from. <laughs> and, it, and it was just – it just fell. So that's where that name came from. Great. <laughs> And, it's and, so different. and what kind of business is, is uh, wrapped around that or inside of that? It's it's bec- well, it's this leadership. What I love to do now, I love to coach people in business yeah. in the top tier. And I do not CEO. coach. Yes, type that's type. my favorite. Yeah, really. If you could start at the top, because yeah. whatever whatever brokenness and transformation can take place there is going to trickle down and that company can thrive greater yeah. than they've ever thought they can thrive. But um, I it I don't coach business. I couldn't tell somebody how to put together a business model or those technical things. I work with the person. And what I have discovered with myself and with other people is we're stuck. We don't even know we're stuck at something. We might be believing a false narrative our whole life and think it's absolutely true. But what coaching does is ask questions that actually draw out. So where there's there's a self-discovery, and I'm sure you've heard that, but it is amazing to be the coach observing that because you see that light go on. You see somebody, and, and this is true, and I won't go into any specifics to unveil anybody, but <laughs> I remember this one gentleman. He had about 250 people under him. So he was a busy man, very successful. And he kept um, pointing to something else that would come up, that there was something else that was always the reason for the unhappiness <laughs> or the lack of success. And, and in the third session... I simply asked, is there any way you feel that maybe something you can do different would change that? Maybe something, even think maybe you've contributed to something. I don't want to accuse you, but do you think if we could look at this a little bit back here and look at it, is there something maybe you can do differently? Mm. And he stood up and um, he walked out of the office. I thought he was mad. Yeah. He had broke down crying. Oh, wow. And he came back in and he said, all this time, I thought it was this thing. And it was actually me. And, and what I have found is within three sessions, we usually get to the core of what it is. And, um, and there's usually brokenness. Seems like I've coached mainly men. I have coached women as well, but I mean mainly yeah. men. And I'm telling you, well, you know, you're a man, but. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we learned something today. Thank Aren't you, you so noticing. glad you had me yeah. on? So. <laughs> Thank Art. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, profession at its best. Um, so. You got to my core. There's <laughs> and if we can continue. Yeah. Uh, no, but there's that there's. There is a tender part in there that needs to be reached by everyone. Mm. And I know that men feel they have to kind of really put parameters on that to present themselves as being able to. But the most glorious thing is when they are so real and that's tapped into. Because, see, when God is working and his Holy Spirit is moving, there's no condemnation. Mm. There's no shame. There's no ridicule. There's only grace because when truth is revealed and when we're real, mm. 
I don't mean to rhyme, but that's when you can be healed. As long as we cover things up yeah. and put layers on things, there's we can't reach. We can't reach because we're actually dealing with a surface issue. And normally people will come in. Not normally. It is every time. I will have someone say, can I meet with you? And it'll be a completely different uh, topic. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with what the Holy Spirit's about to reveal. It's it's so exciting to me. It's exciting on both ends, but I, I love it, and I will never get tired of it because it's transformation. You have a, a verbiage that says, uh, walking alongside leaders to the freedom that transforms. Yes. And that's what you're explaining. Yes, that is my tagline. Yeah. Because when we... When that's exposed and it's lovingly by the Holy Spirit, lovingly dealt with, um, even if confession, like with that gentleman, he had to, he was broken, mm. and there was there was repentance and confession. Now you're free because you know the Word of God says that tr- you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Being set free is a byproduct of knowing the truth. They go, they're in tandem. You don't have, you don't know the truth and then you're just lost. Once that truth penetrates, you're unlocked. Amen. And you see things clearly. And because God is not condemning, you can go to him and he will heal that or he will redirect your path. He'll do the work in you, and you're free. And if you're a leader of many people, you don't realize you have held them somewhat captive in what you're held captive. Mm-hmm. Take something as simple as insecurity or fear of losing. Yeah. Um, you will transfer that on to your people. It will come out in how they will um, – they may not even feel like they can s- flow in their production because there's this insecure feeling. Because it transfers down. Just think then take the opposite. Someone's set free. They're so secure that they can now let the people they've hired, because people hire one another for their skill. But then you, they, get on, they get there and it could be that the boss is intimidated or somebody a little bit higher than them is intimidated because, uh-oh, they might be better than me. Unlock that insecurity by the power of God. Let they flow. They let their people flow. You cannot help but have a successful, productive, thriving company. Yeah. But there's these these narratives that say, no, if I don't let go of this, if I don't have control of that, yeah. uh, it, and it can stifle everything. And then I've seen the leaders who do that. They hands off. I know I hired you because you are an expert in this. I'm going to trust you with it. Just show me from time to time what you're doing and let's just stay accountable. And you'll see that person fly. You'll see that whole company fly. I've watched it. I watched it because I was around leadership uh, from all different levels for almost 20 years. And I got to watch where it flowed and where it was just halted. It only took me 47 years to figure that out. Well, see. <laughs> yeah, but look at these years. Look at these last two because you're just such a young and aren't you? Thank you very much. <laughs> you're a man yeah. and you're young. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, <laughs> two, two good things I just learned today. So uh, I have a note for our audience. Uh-oh. If you're late in uh, coming into this episode of Rescuers Radio Show uh, with guest Bonnie uh, Mock, Steward, owner of Crowning LLC. So um, th- this is fascinating work that you're doing. Oh, I love it. And yeah, you're immersed in it. Mm-hmm. And um, and um, 
good works are not met with ease. That's another one of your, uh, no? Good works are not met with ease? Good works are not met with ease. So maybe you need to put in a little work or a little faith? I'll tell you where the work comes in, but it's not really work. Okay. It's seeking God. Yeah. It's abiding in the vine. It's... um, the ease is the peace of God when you have when you when you have taken that time to spend with him to hear his voice because really you're going out every day all of us every believer that has been called well we've all been called by God as believers absolutely so we have an assignment we don't know what that is we yeah. go into every day with an agenda but you get before the Lord every day and he says, if you seek me with your whole heart, I'll be found of you. And that means that he will make himself known. It says uh, also in the word where it's it's I don't want to say the word delight, but it's something in there where he he's delighted in revealing himself. He wants us to know him for who he is. And when you know his character you will know that you can trust him. And when you know that you can trust him, you can actually lay your agenda down of the day and say, this is what I'm going to do, God, but at any time you want to interrupt that. You know, a lot of times we think things are inconvenient because all of a sudden something happens, somebody interrupted us with something. And if we don't see it through the eyes of God, we'll see it as an interruption, and yet it is exactly an assignment God has given us. I mean, I just had that happen yesterday with a former boss saw me in where I was when I was walking to my car, ran after me, poured out his heart, oh. and um, and I'm going to go back. I, I want to minister to him because that can't be an act. I didn't see him. I was already out the door to my car, and he came running out <laughs> wow. and, and just gushed all this pain. I said, okay, Lord. I was in such a hurry to get to our FCCI meeting, yeah. and um, I knew this was a divine appointment, and I ended up not being that late. So we may have some audience members now listening to this and doesn't they don't know what FCCI is. Oh, I can tell them. Go down that road. Okay. FCCI stands for Fellowship of Companies for Christ International. It is a nonprofit marketplace ministry. I believe it was it began 45 46 years ago. They're about to have their 44th annual um, national conference. It's based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Mhm. And what it is, it was formed for business, for Christian business leaders. Doesn't mean your company is a, a Christian business, but they are a leader and they're a Christian. Right. They have these groups and these events and this curriculum to help encourage you how to walk through business with the biblical principles that we've been given in the Word of God. And so, like, let's say so you have to fire somebody or... Um, or you're having, uh, there's a harassment, whatever. There's so many things that go on in every workplace. But you want to make sure that in dealing with that, because you do have to deal with those things, yeah. you're a steward, God has given you that responsibility, but you want to make sure that while you're dealing with that, you're re- representing Christ well, and you're doing it according to the Word of God. Mm. You're doing it with truth, grace, love, but you're also recognizing that because God has given you this company, he's holding you responsible and accountable that evil and wrongdoing and injustice is being at least confronted. So you gather people together in these meetings and they can share. 
like what's going on. Yeah. But what you find out is the deeper thing. As these small groups, because they don't like the groups to be over about 12 people. Yeah. Because you want to feel safe and comfortable and familiar. What we've watched happen is it goes beyond dealing with business and goes now into personal things. Wow. Like, um, I'm really hurting in this area. Yes. I need prayer. Uh, I uh, Or, you know, I've got this decision to make, and it will change everything in my family. Would you pray with me? And they not only just sit there and pray. Uh, we meet once a week, but some groups meet every other week. Um, I wouldn't stretch it out longer than that. Yeah. We, it's like you want this family gathering because there's a lot of work God's doing. But you become invested with each other. And there's curriculum to watch. Um, there's great leadership teaching that they've got just a whole oh my goodness a whole library three years worth if you did it every week for three years you have plenty and um and because it's nonprofit, it's a very low fee to be a member of it but what i loved about fcci is it was founded on prayer and the word of god before anything and i have been working with the the headquarter people for five years they have remained consistent in their humility they're caring. They, it's like being, having a family. Truly is. And it's, it's, what they're doing is they are living out Christ yeah. in that environment. And it's, it's been a blessing to me and my family and, and hopefully to all of us. Talk about family. That's really near and dear to your heart, right? Your oh, family. very much so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. It's, um, they're all adult children. And I think that, that and because I was a single mom, uh, maybe it wouldn't make any difference. But there's so much a part of me. I have two daughters that are older and then two sons. So it was daughter, daughter, son, son. And I'm watching in the last year and a half, which is interesting because I was diagnosed with cancer a year and a half ago and went through that. It seemed horrific because it was, but it didn't seem horrific because I had the family of God. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, that's the worst thing that I could have ever wished on myself. But not anymore because... Shortly after that, my youngest son's wife nearly died, and um, no one expected her to live, and God pulled her through that. And then just a couple of months later, my baby boy, uh, a mass was found, and um, he's had surgeries, and then they got all the cancer, and now they found it elsewhere, and he's going through mm. some pretty pretty heavy-duty things right now. And he's a, he's a joy, and he's a trooper, and he makes everyone laugh. He's and a he's fireman? Like, He's a fire fireman, and he also just completed 20 years um, Air Force, six years active, and the rest reserve. Yeah, there you go. I'm an Air Force guy. Yeah, you are. So um, he's 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 a strong, loves the Lord. He's a, he loves the Lord. All my children love the Lord, and what a, and their and their spouses. I'm very blessed in that. But watching him go through that has been very interesting. But it has brought the family together even more. We're very close. And our walk with the Lord, I will tell you, is so tight mm. because we know that we're totally dependent that upon it. That is him. so awesome. And the family of God in our RC, our, our, RC, our FCCI meeting over at RC Fastener, our FCCI meeting and that group, you guys have been like backbone for me to hold me up during this. And I know you've seen me laugh a lot and you've seen me fall apart. Yeah. 
and y'all have loved me through it all. What she's talking and, about is my wife and I are both in that group. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. I just figured the whole world knew that. No, but you have been such a blessing to me, and that's part of becoming one of these, becoming coming into a group of marketplace ministry because it takes it it blesses and ministers to the entire person, not just the business end of it. You know, the whole thing. So, yeah, my babies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, we're in our last uh, couple of minutes or so. Um, You are a connector Uh, out in the general public. I mean, business world especially. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can identify with you because I think I'm a good network guy myself. But uh, once you are doing it with the Lord, mm. number one, it changes everything. Everything. And um, and I only wish I had learned that a lot. Lear- but it was all in his time, right? Sure. It this is. radio show yeah. was a gift from him. I met you at our ne- at our first conference we had. Yeah. Someone said, "Hey, you know Art Brooks?" Nope. That was <laughs> in history. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, uh, my gosh. Uh, how could people get in touch with you if they want to from our audience? Well, I am on LinkedIn, and it would be under Bonnie Mock, and or my email address, Bonnie at the Crowning LLC dot com. Okay, but LinkedIn is where is really the only social media I really am yeah. active in. Yep. So either way, I just don't know that I wrote down on there my LinkedIn address, but Bonnie Mock. Phoenix, Arizona, or Scottsdale, Arizona. B-O-N-N-I-E-M-O-C-K. I feel like we're on the Mickey Mouse show gonna, here. I was just going to hold up rat ears. <laughs> I have them. Oh. We're connected here. So, <laughs> Okay, Bonnie, oh Bonnie Moak, you are a rescuer. <laughs> Thank you for being on the Rescuers oh, Radio Show today. Thank you, Art. This was so fun. What a blessing. Thank you. God bless, God bless you. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.